Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I had a, I had a really long week this week, and I got to Saturday. All seven days? Well, was it eight I, or nine I got days? to Saturday, eight and... Days. And I decided all I want to do is just They're sit on the couch and, and binge watch some TV show. Okay. That's all I was doing, right? And the kids were happy. There was nothing that really needed to be done around the house. I had other I had other things that I could have done. There were projects I could have done, but I was just like, So what you watch? I've earned this. I've been watching Modern Family a lot. I've never watched that show. Have you visited it? No, I never watched that show. I've seen like two episodes. Never watched it. So now I'm kind of like binging it. It has his moments. It's It's got some smarter humor to it. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. And you know what's really good with it when you're binging it? There's a lot of callbacks to older episodes. So there's a lot of like inside jokes. So when you're binging it, it's a completely different show. And I think that chick's pretty hot. Oh, the Sophia, no, no, not Vagara, Julie, not the Julie Bowen, accent. Julie Bowen, she's okay. The blonde, the, the daughter. Oh, the 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 oldest daughter. Yes, she's hot. Yeah, and as she gets older, her neckline continues to drop. What happened? To where there? her yeah. boobs are just hanging yes, out, like right. in the final like well, few you know, seasons. That's where Julie I'm at Bowen's right now. Hot, but yeah. the daughter yeah. that just doesn't. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. There's some hot. There's some hot women on that show. Sure. I, I think so- Sophia Vagara, especially in the first couple of seasons, is absolutely. But then she opens gorgeous. her mouth. What's wrong with her opening her mouth? The, 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 the accent is just awful. You don't like the accent? That's terrible. I love that accent. It's not a I've sexy always, accent. I've always loved Latino women and the way that they speak, but she's especially like when they're trying to speak English. I think it's so sexy. A, a Latino woman. But that's she's how like she Latino talks. Fran Drescher. But that's how she talks in real life. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen actual interviews with her, and she talks exactly the same way. Well, I hate her. Well, she's not what? even acting. <laughs> She's not even acting. Why do you hate her? I just don't like her accent. She's gorgeous. And I love her accent. I love her accent. It's like when I a girl's like a, a nine, oh and then she then she talks, and you're like, uh, maybe a six. My oh, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I've been on that right? date, Bill. Right? You're a picky guy. You're a picky guy. My my wife actually says it all the time. She's like, I'm so really surprised that you didn't marry a Latina girl because you're just in love with them every time that you like see one of them. And I'm like, I don't know. They didn't want to have very much yeah. to do with me, but I was yeah, in love with were, them. They were smarter you know? than you, honey. Now put your Carmen Miranda hat back on and get back in bed. <laughs> like my buddy Joe had a real thing for Asian women. Like he really liked Asian girls. Like he just chased them all the time when he was like in college. Can you How'd that go he, did not, he did not marry an Asian nope, girl. And he, he did, did not. not. No. Like, I, it was, like, does his current wife know that? I mean, now she does. Like I'm very honest with my wife. Like do you tell your wife like what your likes are like when yeah, it comes her. to her? Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you see, you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) It is now time for your Southside Pod word on the street. Temperatures, high 60s, low 70s, all weekend, continuing to warm next week. Don't expect any rain. If you get some, you're unlucky. Perfect time for you to sign your kid up for day camp and get them out of the house. Worth Township is offering a seven-week summer day camp 
arts and crafts, recreational sports, kids 5 through 12. Deadline to apply is June the 10th. It runs June 21st through August 6th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday. Think of all those glorious hours. Your children will be out of your hair. Get more details at worthtownship.com. The Oaklawn Park District has brought in three brand new Park District Board Commissioners. Sworn in on May the 10th, Daniel Johnson, Ryan Donahue, Jim Bushbach Jr. The last two guys got six years. First guy only got four. I don't know. I don't get local politics. Meanwhile, in Palis Park, and we've talked to them before, the center out there, the children's farm. Go back and listen to Southside Pod previous episodes. We spoke with the folks over at the farm on Southwest Highway. They are having cow pie bingo for a chance to win $1,000. They're going to sell 320 tickets. That means there's 320 spaces in the middle of a field. And wherever the cow poops, that square wins a grand. I'm not making this up. Seriously, 20 bucks a square. At the Children's Farm, 127th and Southwest Highway, cow goes out there to take a dump at 10.30 in the morning on the 23rd of May. Get your online tickets through Shopify.com. It's all part of the Barn to be Wild 12 Weekend Farm Festival and Fundraiser, May 22nd and 23rd. Cow Pie Bingo, Live Music, Youth Horse Show, Arts and Vendor Fair. Did I mention a cow is going to poop in a square and somebody's winning $1,000? When did a Southside become so hillbilly? That's your Southside Pod word on the street. This is Southside Pod, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SouthsidePod.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here, I love that pitcher of beer. Took a trip this week, and it's perfect timing, because... It's Chicago Craft Beer Week, I believe. So the entire Chicagoland area is like planning things. I think it kicks off this weekend. And then, you know, you see all these breweries like, you know, unveiling a beer. And we're trying a new one here. We're going to talk about in just a moment with uh, One Allegiance Brewing. And Zach Judicus is sitting here with us. And you're you're the, you're it, man. You're the owner. You're the, you're the head guy. Owner, head brewer, a little bit of everything around here, unfortunately, in some days. I love that, too, because every time I sit down at a brewery, it's like, well, you know, I own it, and then these two other people own it, and then here's our brewer over here, and it's like, you're doing this whole thing on your own. First of all, where are we exactly? Because I can't figure out if I'm in Chicago Ridge or Bridgeview, <laughs> or where where am I, Zach? So we're in Chicago Ridge. It's uh, Harlem and 102nd Street, right across from Walmart. We're kind of tucked away from Harlem but we're directly on the same street so we're kind of hidden back and uh, you know you drive up and you drive past the brewery until you finally find it the one time and then you know exactly where you're going in the future but uh, we got a place that's nice a patio in the front yard and and a nice space that's quiet even though it's on Harlem too. I remember the first time I came here my wife had found you I think on Instagram and was like all right we're gonna we're gonna try out this new brewery tonight and I drove by you twice and then when I finally figured out where you were at, it was so, there were so many people here. I was like, well, they must be good because they're so hard to find. And if a place is hard to find and you see a crowd, 
you're like, oh, beer must be good here. Is, I mean, is that the feeling you get? Like, because everybody always says location, 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 and you would expect you to have like a big giant neon sign out there. You don't, but every time I pull in here, you got parking, you got a beer garden, you got another beer garden, it seems in the back. I mean, you got all kinds of seating and you're using it, right? Yeah, it's been phenomenal for us. I mean, we have all the space in the world. And like I said, we're on Harlem, which you'd think you'd find immediately when you drive up, but we're so far back from the street and just hidden without the sign that people drive by so many times and then once they find it it just clicks and so we made use of all the space we have we have the patio in the front yard which right from Harlem when you're driving by if you turn your head all the way back when you're when you're going by you see the lights on the patio you see the cars the crowd in the parking lot you know in the patio and it's like how did I miss this so I don't know I don't even know how long you've been sitting here before I all of a sudden figured out there was a brewery here uh, open just over 12 months ago now um, it used to be unused uh, warehouse space in the backyard and every time I would drive by because I've lived here in the area for 25 years I would never even think about it and then one day when I found the property looking at different locations for a brewery it was like the perfect location um, the only downside of that was it was a huge amount of work to set it all up but it ended up working in the long run so now they're going on 12 months we have a ton of customers that they come by and they know exactly where we are and even though we're hidden it's super easy to find once you know the first time the brewer decides he's going to start his own brewery okay he's going to have you know all kinds of seating here the place is beautiful when you walk inside of it it really is one of the nicest breweries that i've been in and we've gone all over the south side and i've, I've gone outside of the city and gone to breweries all over the country it's really nice in here and you have a really nice setup outside especially in the summertime but you also started the thing in a pandemic like i read about every brewery in the world closing and you opened how did you pull that off um we were just happy and just blessed to be able to open at all and whether it was a pandemic or not we were still going to get our beer out there i mean like i said we were under construction and just in permitting for three years and once it got to that day where we were ready to open the day before they shut the whole world down worst timing ever i would imagine you drank some of your beer that night yeah we drank <laughs> plenty of those beers um and it was it was just shocking though because the 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 community that you know we're surrounded by and all the beer lovers just flocked to us when we immediately opened and we actually ran out of beer within the first couple of weeks and we were constantly putting out beer where we thought we were going to be you know like other breweries slowing down and you know closing our doors for a little while while everything settled down with covid but we uh we just pushed right through and we uh we strived and we did very well those first couple months and even though it was to go beer only it was phenomenal and just to be open at all is just a dream come true. I've been to several different types of breweries. I've been to some that are in the middle of small towns that are on the outskirts of Chicago. Uh, I've been to ones that are in the middle of neighborhoods we've had on this show before. We've been to them where they're in an industrial district. You, there's, it's not like anybody walks up from their house, I don't think, into this location <laughs> because it's, there's an awful lot of commercial buildings that are around here. Like you said, the Walmart, there's like, you're on Harlem Avenue, it's busy, but uh, what kind of community feel do you have when you, when you with the customer base in here? Yeah, for me, it was one of those things, looking for a spot. I just chose an area that I grew up in and was familiar with. There's not any other breweries around the area. So for us, we just wanted to create that feel of an environment where when you walk in, Everybody knows your name, for lack of better, you know, slogan. But you know, everybody we want to make comfortable. We get people of all different uh, ethnicities, ages, you know. And the big thing that we offer is we have a space for everybody. So if you want to come inside and sit down in a quiet corner of the tap room, or sit on the front patio and enjoy your beer under, you know, nice 
fancy lights on our beer garden or just hang out in our backyard playing uh, you know, bean bags or something like that. We have a space where everybody is welcome and everybody can enjoy themselves in one way or another. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. What's Erica's type? <laughs> huh? What Erica's type? Obviously nerds with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little chubby, slightly obese, right. middle-aged yeah. men. Little chubby with a weak chin. Like yeah. that's that. She's really into that, obviously. <laughs> and a very short tail. Alcoholic podcasters. It's my thing. <laughs> it's my thing. Totally turns around. Luckily, there's not too many of them. No, she always. You know what? You know what? She always had a type. When I when, when later on in our relationship, before we got married, you know, you learn things about your girlfriend, who then becomes your, you know, yes. you, you get really close, and you start to understand who she dated before you. Everybody she dated played in a band. And all she did was change over to the guy that was a morning radio guy. No, different instruments. So drummers, guitar players, but she always liked guys that were up on stage. She went with the saxophonist? No, she went with the guy that was on the radio. She went with the morning radio guy who, like, was also the guy who could get her backstage access. In fact, I remember after we were married... We had to actually get tickets oh, for the first time to the show. Bands, not yeah, guys high school in, band like no, you. No, guys in actual bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, guys in actual not bands. Not marching band. Like, <laughs> I was in a band too, like honey. A full drum kit, not just yeah, like, not the flute player. Yeah, no, yeah. no, actual bands. <laughs> That'd have been weird. I really like dating clarinet players. I don't know what it is about them. Clarinet, like nobody it's ever. Big hats for the, me. The oboe know. really turns me on. Like, <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicago land have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. It is now time to try the brand new game sweeping the nation, or just the South Side. Will Bill drink it? Bill is a light beer guy, and he does not like fancy, weird beers. And sometimes my wife brings home the weirdest like beers. once in a tr- once in a while like i'll try like like a michelob ultra yeah that'd be you know, yeah, you're going, going on crazy going on a limb get crazy yeah, yeah so read what this one is here all right pollyanna you. brewing company out of my uh hometown lamont illinois blackberry allure okay it's, it's a berliner style right. doesn't that mean jelly don't and it is it is basically red like it looks like you got cranberry juice in your glass. It does look it's, like it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is red. Okay. Mine. I'm not gonna like. It's gonna cure my <laughs> urinary tract infection, if anything. Oh God. Oh. No. It's no. De- they describe no. it. It's a sour. They describe it just like how I describe acoustic mic. 
Alluringly oh tart and fruity. <laughs> hey. All right. All listen, right. listen, hold on. Before you drink it. I didn't even try Mike, it Mike, do yet. you think... No, no, no. Wait, wait, before you taste it. Mike, do you think Bill will be able to drink will, this glass? I will you? be impressed if he can drink this whole thing. Okay. I will be. I, you guys are just saying that now, so I do it. I think that you can't drink because it. Because there's two things that I do. I don't I think do. you can drink I it. I don't like bad beers. I don't like backing down from a challenge. I don't, I don't think you can drink this. This is tart. It right, kind of puckers up I don't think you can do it. Give it a taste. Give it a taste. Give me your impressions of that. Oh my! It is like liquid sweet tarts. <laughs> wow! Oh, it's sour at the back end too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it yeah. gets you in the it end. It puckers you right there. Yeah, that one. yeah I don't yeah. know if I can. <laughs> there she goes, ladies and I gentlemen. Love how, I love how wow. nobody can see him, so he could fake this, but he's so, he's really doing he it. He gets so upset that we tell him that he's not going to drink. Oh, it. it's worse it, when you drink and it, and it in, in large quantities. It <laughs> it's worse in large quantities. <laughs> this is not theater of the mind, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. He actually drank All right, Pollyanna, great brewery, but I don't know. That one's a miss. It's a rough one. We're going to have to go out there God. one of these days and actually try out like their good stuff. <laughs> this is probably like their flagship. <laughs> we're just pissing them off at this point. <laughs> this is not a good bit we're doing, guys. <laughs> It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Our good friends Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers will be at Blue Island Beer Company joined by Friendly Fire for a free show Saturday night, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Out in the parking lot should be a beautiful evening, 13357 Old Western Avenue. Meanwhile, at 115 Bourbon Street starting at 9 p.m. on Friday night, Trey Mustache, or is that Trey Mustache? I don't know what their names are. Saturday night, the hair band, easy to pronounce. Also, at 115 Bourbon Street, that show kicks off at 10 p.m. And this week on Southside Pod, we're hanging at One Allegiance Brewing, 10215 South Harlem Avenue, Chicago Ridge. And on Friday, they release a beer to the public called High Times, Heffa Weissen, and Mark Taylor from Rocks Off comes out and does an acoustic set live from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. After the weekend is over, they begin their brand new Monday hours. That's right, they are finally seven days a week and 25% off for industry folk on those Mondays. I didn't feel like we talked to them enough. Do you? No, we didn't even try out the brand new beer being released this weekend. Let's get back to One Allegiance. Now, Zach Judakis, uh, One Allegiance Brewing here. What, what am I drinking? Because, uh, I, look, I know it's a Hefeweizen. And I, I'm never a guy that that's the first beer I go to. But you were like, this is our new one. We're tapping it this weekend. And I think I can get it for you. And I was like, well, anytime I can get insider beer that other people can't get. Like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll drink it. I don't care what it is. It's something other people can't get. I feel special now. I'm going to drink it. It's pretty solid. I like it. What is this? I'm happy to hear it. Um, so that is our High Times Hefeweizen. Um, it's a German style beer. Um, super drinkable. And it basically goes down like water. Um, I mean, you, you walk into any, any bar, any brewery or place in, in Germany, and that's like one of the beers that they have to have on tap. And it's one of those styles that's really close to, to my heart because it's just, it's a fun beer to brew, and it's something that's not always common at a lot of breweries. And I think that we do it very well. Um, we balance the clove and the banana character in there from the yeast during fermentation. But then we also add some special hops that kind of give it a, a certain fruitiness and citrus character without being overwhelming either, though. So, so it comes in at 5.6%. 
Uh, really great beer for the summer weather. You said citrus, you said banana. I know it, but not everybody might know it. They, you're not actually putting bananas into it. This is something that comes, this is a flavor that comes from the hops and the yeast that you're using. Exactly. All of it is part of the process, and that's why it's a cool style to brew, because even though you get this banana, this clove character coming from the beer, it's all just directly from the fermentation and from the yeast. So we don't add any of those fruits or any spices or anything like that. It's one of those, it's like a brewer's beer, you know, to make. It's, it's just a cool process, a, a way of brewing it, and it's one of those that I just love to drink all year round, really. It, it looks like you got like a storage container out here. You're turning into a bar. I remember last year when you first opened, you had a big outdoor tent out there. I don't know if that's coming back or if the storage container, like break it all down for me because this is a great spot to go hang out in those summer months. It's great in the winter too. I mean, you got plenty of indoor seating. In the summer months, man, you have a lot of really nice areas outdoors for people to hang out. Yeah, that's the one thing that we thrive on is our summer space. I mean, people around Chicagoland love to drink outdoors when there's warm weather or even when there's cold weather. Well, we only get three months of warm weather. <laughs> sure. So last year, I mean, we focused on getting our front patio all up and running. I mean, that's like our, our bread and butter where when you drive up, it's the first thing you see. And now we're looking at making use of our backyard better. So we have a shipping container that we got delivered back there over last fall and we're converting that into an outdoor seated bar so right now we're, we're we're working on that and it'll have flip up awnings so even if it's kind of drizzling you have a place to sit under underneath that's covered and then we're putting a patio around it as well so it's one of those exciting things where you don't have to walk up to the indoor bar to get a beer anymore we'll be able to serve you from the backyard so you'll have beer you know 50 feet away um, and you can kind of enjoy yourself in a different space and even away from other people too sometimes you know you just want more space to do your own thing um, or just feel more comfortable and that's what we're you know striving for one allegiance is a uh, a food truck brewery is what i would call it i mean because you have some that have you know food there and then you have other breweries that may have an agreement with a nearby restaurant you have an ever-changing menu because you bring in the food trucks what is the art of selecting good food trucks because if you bring in one that's terrible it might hurt your business yeah absolutely i mean we'll give any food truck a shot but then you always find the ones that people love better more than others you know tacos are always a good fit for beer pizza is great you know some people love barbecue so we have a barbecue truck that comes out too so it's really just kind of having that variety where when you go come to our place you have something different to have every time that you're here and it, you know it's not the same old every time and that's kind of what what i think brings people back in every you know every week Weekend, it's something new and, and it's a cool theme to go, go around with. You have a, a rotating group of beers, then you have your basic ones that are, I don't want to call them basic, they're your, they're your, your staples, they're your house flagship beers. So of the ones that are your flagships, I would imagine you would tell me we'll try them all. But I mean, give me one or two, whether it's on the rotating one or on the house one, that right now, if somebody's listening to this and they come in, that you're like, try this. It's not very common at a lot of places is our Sucker Punch Berliner Weiss. And so it's a it's a traditional German kettle sour. Um, so it's got a little bit of tartness. And then we do it a uh, kind of unique way where we add a shot of fruit syrup into the beer, where normally it's served with a shot of raspberry syrup in, in Germany that's traditional. We do a, a rotating series of different syrups that we use. So like right now, we have our blackberry sucker punch that you can try or you can get the base beer which is really nice easy summer refresher kind of like lemonade when you're drinking it and it's 90 degrees and it's sunny outside so that's one of those styles that i definitely push somebody you know that's maybe not familiar with it to go towards because it's really approachable for everybody well, we're going to get out of here, but I want to remind people that this place is, I, I feel like, always open. Are you are you seven days a week? 
We are open um, starting next week, Monday through Sunday. So our weekend hours are actually still until 1 a.m. So noon to 1 a.m. on the weekends. And weekdays, we're open 3 p.m. till 11 p.m. That's awesome. And food trucks, what, on the weekends? Food trucks, Fridays and Saturdays, typically every weekend. Um, sometimes they rotate on different days, but every weekend we have one. Beautiful place indoors. They got outdoors. They've got the garage door that opens up to connect things when it's when it's when it's warm. They've got one outdoor patio. They've got another outdoor patio. They've got a they've got another bar that they're building out back. This place is brand new, and you might not have found it before. But one allegiance, the address again on Harlem, because you're going to drive by it at least three times before you find it. But it's totally worth it. Yeah, address 10215 South Harlem Avenue, directly across from Walmart. Look for the lights at night and the crowds on the patio. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. What is the most ridiculous thing that you have seen recently connected to the, the COVID thing, the pandemic? Like, have you gone into a store and seen something crazy? Have you seen some weird rule that doesn't make any sense? I'll start this off by just telling you that I went out to breakfast with my son today. And I said, let's go grab something to eat. And we walked into a nearby restaurant to get some pancakes and like an omelet. Basically, that place, they'll give you two big pancakes and they'll give you a giant omelet. And you don't spend a lot of money for it. And it's pretty good. And as I walk in, I've got the, the neck gator and he's got the neck gator and they're up. And as I open up the door, I see the old man that runs the place and he's maskless. And so is the person behind the counter with him that's working at the place. So I'm yeah. like, well, pff, I'm taking mine off. Sure. They're taking theirs off. I'm taking mine right. off, right? And <laughs> if he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. Anarchy. So, anarchy. But, but here's the thing. So I take it off. I get to the table and I'm in a booth and my son goes, I can't believe you pulled your mask down, dad. Can't believe you pulled your mask down. I said, I said, I said, Dominic, we're sitting in a booth with another booth open on either side of us. If you lean back too quickly, you're going to bang your head off the guy behind you who also isn't wearing a mask because he's sitting at a table. Like at this point, what does it matter if you put it on to walk the five feet to the table when everybody's sitting directly next to each other and having conversations with each other indoors? Where it's set up, it's not like they have spacing anymore. Now all the tables are open and we're in a booth and the booth next to us is open. There's no divider in the thing. And I'm like, so what was the point of me throwing it up to walk five feet and pulling it back down again? I could just walk to five feet. The problem stems from originally it was, you know, everyone took it seriously. It was, you know, and it still is a real thing, but it was a, it was a real threat to everyone in their head. But it's far less, it's far less and of a then, threat now because the people that die from it are mostly inoculated. But I'm talking so about now when it's this like, all you might catch it, but it's going to be a cold. And then it became who's essential and who's not. And people started feeling left out and feeling butthurt that they weren't considered then everybody essential. Was essential. Everybody was essential. I, I paint the truck that drives the food. That, <laughs> you, know, you start playing like the bird and the hand and the bush and the nest and the tree and the ground, the look, hole. Look, it's like, you're, at some point, you're everyone's a fire, essential. You're a fireman. I was a 911 dispatcher. I'm the one that curled his nose when they sat there and told me that the prison guards were essential. And I was like, Whoa! no, no. I saw a list of first responders two years ago and they told me prison guards were first responders. And I was like, they respond at the end after the court. They're literally the last people the criminal comes in contact with. 
But at the, at how the, is that? At the same time, I dealt with less people than these people dealing with grocery stores at the beginning. Right. And all of a sudden, they were like, it's like, they were dealing with hundreds and hundreds of people every single day. Like, right. I never got, like, I mean, why they never... slept, like, 14 hours most days back then. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a fireman. <laughs> but then it just turned into... Okay, these are the rules set by whatever the governor, so the CDC, CBC, right. Mr. Fauci. I followed them all. I followed everything. I, I'm looking but at my businesses timeline are right losing now. money, so they decided to come up with loopholes. How are we going to get around this? We'll make the outdoors indoors, and that just that things, was hilarious. Things just took off and became like they, the government or the rules or whoever made them the, the 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 mandates couldn't keep up with the restaurants or anyone else coming up with ways to get around those to still seem safe. And that's where I think the well, whole now problem it's, it lies. just seems like it's all optics now. It feels like now I'm wearing it generally because if you don't, somebody might frown at you. Right. But if you think about it, it's not really preventing anything. If I'm walking along and you're walking along and we both have a mask on and then we sit down directly next to each other and take them off, you know, like, like I know not now in Chicago bars, you can have bar stools up at the bar. Yes. So I'm supposed to wear the mask from the door to the bar. I actually talked to a bar owner in Chicago. He told me. That he got fined because somebody walked from the front door to the bar without their mask on. But all they did then was sit down at the bar in between two strangers and then their mask is allowed to be off. And But they're shoulder to shoulder at the bar, but as long as they're in a seat, they're safe. So the, the, seat, the seat is like glue. Yeah. You know, yeah, like when yes. you're, yeah, like right. if you're on glue, you're safe. Yeah. So the seats have now been declared glue, even if you're sitting next to somebody that's coughing. Go, go through an airport. When you're waiting in line to check in at the United counter, you got to stand six feet on your little dots, but then they pack your sardines in the plane, give you a biscotti, and you can take down your mask and chew and cough and do whatever you want to do. <laughs> As I'll a have a sprite and a coffee and, a, and, a, and, these, and these peanuts. No, no coffee. No, no. That's the no coffee. Oh, sorry. Coffee That's causes the, COVID. No, and no, no real coffee? drinks. That's hold the on. problem. Hold on, on. You've been flying. I've been this. flying. So you can hold they, on a second. There are drinks that, that pass COVID, or there no, are no, drinks no. that don't so pass COVID. We had drinks on my flight. Okay. The the airline I fly on, it was water, 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 water for water safe. Water is safe. COVID. So yeah. the last That's the last why when trip, it rains, it's okay to go out without yeah. a mask. I read that someplace yes, online. The last trip, they finally you could get you know Coke and Diet Coke as long as it's water based. Yeah. I got forty two drink coupons and I. I want my Jack and Coke on the plane, and I still can't get them. Okay, so you got to hold on to your coupon because the Jack Daniels is still dangerous. Yes, apparently so. That's that makes no sense. Well, it al- alcoholism is a comorbidity. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod, join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. It doesn't make any sense, though, right? Like, I'm not the only person that sees that some of this stuff just doesn't make any sense anymore, right? Not like all if it, of it. If it very, really is, a lot it, of it seems very like. If it really misguided. is scary and really, really bad, then everything should be shut. And if, it, it, but if you can actually sit at a bar next to somebody now without a mask on, why is it that I still see people driving in their cars alone with that their I've windows up wearing a mask? Way, I don't understand that. At driving all. alone in your car with your mask on, that I that's that drives me bonkers. I laugh at that every time I see it. Yeah, every time Maybe I see they it, they I forgot. Laugh Did they? The mask is so comfortable, you just forget it's on your face. That's what you're telling me.